Wall Street Journal is reporting that China's President Xi Jinping plans to speak with the President of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, for the first time since Russia invaded his country last year. The virtual meeting is expected to take place after President Xi visits Moscow next week to meet President Putin. Let's talk about the significance of this with international editor for Channel 4 News, Lindsay Hilsom, who's in western Ukraine. Lindsay, thanks for taking our call this morning. Is China acting as a potential peacemaker here? Well, I think that's certainly what China would like to do. And it's interesting that it comes hot on the heels of China uh, brokering a deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran to restore diplomatic relations. So you can see how China is trying to project itself on the world. But I think it's also much more significant for China than that, because we look at what the parties in this conflict want. Russia wanted to totally take over Ukraine. Well, it's failed in that. Ukraine wants to push Russia out of its territory. Well, that will require a lot of fighting and the loss of a lot of lives. I think that the West wants to make sure that Russia cannot invade another country like this for a generation. But that would involve the humiliation of President Putin. And I think that what the Chinese want to avoid is that. Because although they're not in favor of this war, and they have not supported this war, and they don't like the instability it creates, they don't want their ally Russia to be humiliated. So I think in some ways, some kind of frozen conflict, which the Ukrainians and the West West definitely doesn't want, that kind of frozen conflict, some kind of peace deal or ceasefire now, would suit the Chinese very well. Is there any indication how President Xi and President Zelensky regard each other? Not really. I mean, before the war, China was uh, Ukraine's biggest trading partner. And certainly there was a Chinese embassy here. And the Chinese, they did regard Ukraine as an independent country. They definitely were not in favour of the Russian view that Ukraine is not an independent nation. But having said that... Although President Zelensky has said that he is very open to talking to President Xi and wants to hear what he has to say, this will come after a visit from President Xi to Moscow. And certainly they've talked about Putin and President Xi having a limitless friendship. And uh, you'll remember that President Putin was at the Olympics in China just before he invaded Uh, Ukraine. So we can't forget that Russia and China are close allies. And certainly the Chinese are more on the Russian side than they are on the Ukrainian side in this conflict. But as you say, China doesn't support the war. They're not in favour of it. There had been talk of potential China arming of Russia. Has that threat receded? Well, it was interesting because the Americans talked about that publicly. And again, that goes in this this sort of new world we're in, in, where intelligence is publicized, which didn't used to happen very much. But the Americans said that this was the intelligence they had, that uh, the Chinese were thinking of that. Now, whether that was true or not, I have no idea. The Russians have been buying some kinds of drone from China. But, you know, the Ukrainians have been getting drones from China, too, because some of those are just commercially available. The Chinese have not, as far as we know, armed Russia in any significant way since this this war began. What they have done, however, is buy an awful lot of Russian oil. And that is one of the things that has enabled the Russian economy to remain reasonably robust despite Western sanctions.
You're in western Ukraine. I think you're in Lviv, Lindsay. What's happening in the east in Bakhmut? Is is it possible to 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 ascertain just the extent of the fighting that's still going on there? Well, I was in eastern Ukraine um, and I've just sort of moved west over the, the last week. And honestly, it, Audrey, it feels like I'm in a different country. I wander around Lviv as I'm doing now and you know, there's beautiful Habsburg buildings and um, it's very peaceful and it feels like a beautiful European city. And then in the east, I was nearer Vukhradar than I was Bakhmut. The destruction is just breathtaking. It is horrendous. You drive through village after village after village, which is just totally destroyed. And Bakhmut, Bakhmut is just a wasteland. They are making the rubble bounce. And there was a very interesting um, briefing to have with a Western official um, last week, where basically said, although the Ukrainians are taking a lot of casualties, the reason that they are not retreating is because, and this sounds horrendous, it is an opportunity to kill a lot of Russians. And that's why they call it the meat grinder. And that the, the the Wagner group, which is this paramilitary or this sort of unofficial military group, um, which um, is is fighting in Bakhmut, they're sort of t- sending human waves in, and so many of these men, many of whom are not very well trained, are being killed every single day, and the Ukrainians are taking a lot of losses too, and so it's one of those battles which you think you know, history will look back on this as one of the most costly and pointless battles ever, because Bakhmut has no particular strategic significance but it's gained a symbolic significance for both sides Absolutely horrendous. Lindsay thank you very much indeed. International Editor for Channel 4 News, Lindsay Hilsom joining us from Western Ukraine